but we don't change ourselves. This year, what we want is that I don't want to just change my schedule. We should have this niyat, and I also want to change myself. It's very important. Because what happens is when we change our schedule in the month, then when the month ends, we just change the schedule right back. We change our eating times, and we change our sleeping times. And then when Ramadan leaves, and we change our schedule back to our old eating times and our old sleeping times, and that's about the only difference. But if we can change ourselves, then inshallah the barakah of Ramadan is that a person doesn't change back. We have to make a lot of intention and a lot of du'a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should spend the month of Ramadan making a lot of du'a that may Allah ta'ala accept this month of Ramadan from us. This year, I would suggest that people try to take a theme and try to make that the main purpose and goal and objective of the Ramadan. I'm going to take the theme of zikr. That in this month of Ramadan we need to learn the zikr of Allah Taala. You will find that many people say that when we pray Salah in Ramadan, we feel more close to Allah Taala. We feel more awareness of Allah Taala in our Salah. We feel more presence of heart in Salah. Why? The reason is is that because all day we were fasting, and when we were fasting, we felt hunger and thirst but we didn't respond to that hunger and thirst the way we normally do. We didn't eat and we didn't drink. We refrained. That's called imsaq. We held back. Why? Because we remembered that we were feeling hunger and thirst for the sake of Allah Taala. Because we were fasting for the sake of Allah Taala. That is also a type of zikr. That means we were remembering Allah Taala all day long. Now when we remember Allah Taala then we feel close to Allah Ta'ala in our salah. This is a training for us. And this remembrance was not a remembrance of the tongue. It was an awareness of the heart. So we should try that we want to remember Allah Ta'ala in our heart all the time. All the time. And our mashayikh, alhamdulillah, have made a regimen of zikr. This is why we have mashayikh, tariqah, sulsalah because they give us a program that is doable. The trick that shaitan does is he tries to either make us do nothing and then to feel very sad and depressed that, oh, I can't do anything indeed. Or he tries to make us overeager, overzealous. And then we try and we make a schedule for ourselves that's not even doable. It's not practicable. We're not able to stick to it. And then we fall flat on our face and again end up on nothing. So it keeps us between nothing and impracticality. So the cure for this is to follow the methods of the Mashaikh, to follow the methods of the Zakirin, to follow their prescriptions, their teachings. And Alhamdulillah, the Mashaikh of Tasawwuf have made very practical, practicable, doable regimens of Tazkiyah. Our old Mashaikh in Nukshabund or Jamund, the method of zikr that we prescribe, is that a person should do a hundred times a stikfar day, hundred times the Ruj Shreef Salawat on the Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam a day half a Jews Tilawat of Quran half a Pala recitation of Quran a day and then they should try to sit for 15-20 minutes silent zikr of the heart zikr al-kalbi all of this combined takes about an hour 
and everybody has the ability to add an hour to their day. This is just the nature of life. Even if a person says they're very busy, everybody can add an hour. If there's a school teacher and the principal, she'll do it. If there's a person who works in an office and they say, okay, from now on you have to work an extra hour a day, they'll do it. If there's a person who sits in a shop or a business and they're told that we need you to come one hour earlier, you're coming at 10, we need you to start coming at 9, they'll do it. If it's a professor, they add a number of his courses such that it increases an hour a day, they'll do it. If it's a doctor, they say we need you to give one more hour a day at the clinic, they'll do it. So we find, and especially if there's a promotion involved, so if the, if the corporate worker is told we'll give you a promotion, you'll become manager, but you have to give one more hour a day, he'll happily do it. So if we want to get a promotion in our taqwa, an increase and increment in our tazkiyah, in our qurb, in our relationship to Allah SWT, and all that we have to do is give one more hour a day, why can't we do it for the sake of Allah SWT? Nobody is too busy to even give an hour a day. That is our claim. People say, no, no, I'm so busy, you don't know how busy I am. It's okay, what do you do? Oh, I'm this doctor at a hospital. It's okay. What if your chief resident or chief consultant says, give one more hour a day and you get promoted? This time. I'm ready, I'll do it. I'll change my schedule. I'll make adjustments. I'll find a way. That's how people talk. I will find a way. I will make it happen. I will be there tomorrow at 8 a.m. instead of 9. I will find a way. I'll make it happen. That's how serious an attitude we have to take towards our zikr and our tazkiyah, otherwise it won't happen. And this is our problem that we've taken a very lackadaisical attitude towards our deen, the level of seriousness with which we approach dunya and our life and our world. We don't approach our deed and our tazkiyah and our taqwa and our zikr with the same level of resolve and with the same level of serious intent. We have to make the zikr of Allah SWT to make the zikr of Allah SWT. Now if we were truly a talib of Allah Ta'ala, if we were truly seeking Allah SWT, we would make a lot of zikr. You'll find that people, if they're talib, if they're seekers of anything else, they make the time, the effort, the sacrifice to do so. People who are students of knowledge, talib ilm, they make the time, effort, sacrifice to seek that knowledge. A person who's talib they make the time, that money, so we were supposed to be Talibinullah. We were the seekers of Allah SWT. Seeker of His pleasure, seeker of His love, seeker of becoming His beloved. So we would make the time, effort, and sacrifice for that. How could we not do so? Hmm? How is it possible that we think like that or we feel like that, that I don't have time or I can't make time for Allah SWT? So Ramadan is about teaching a person this lesson. You have time, right? Because you make you do what we thought was undoable to stay without food and drink. Normally undoable, but for Allah Taala, I can do it. Praying twenty rakats of tarawih, praying one extra hour of salah every day. Otherwise, we would say it's not doable. But for Allah Taala, I can do it. Waking up at the time of suhoor for most people is undoable. For the sake of Allah Taala, I will do it. So many things we do in Ramadan for Allah Taala is trying to show us through this to the coming month of Ramadan that what you think is undoable is doable what you think is undoable is doable now why not try to learn that lesson one month in advance this year why not start doing what we're supposed to do 
you know, our mistake is everything okay, Ramadan's coming, Ramadan will fix me. And I'll spend Ramadan, and by the end of Ramadan, I'll be a good mu'min. No, we should think that I'm going to make myself a good mu'min now. I want to enter Ramadan as a good mu'min, so I can benefit from the month of Ramadan as much as possible. This is the attitude we should take this year. I want to enter Ramadan with a fikr, a worry, concern for myself, as opposed to come into Ramadan empty-handed and hope that by the time Ramadan leaves, I graduate from Ramadan with a fikr, worry, concern for myself. No. We should develop that worry and concern now. We should develop that fikr now, and we should make a lot of the zikr of Allah subhanahu And the major enemies that we have is called sin and a ghaflat. Ghaflat means heedlessness, emptiness of the heart, mindlessness, numb, heartlessness. That's the way we would call ghaflat. It's heartless. To have a heart prayer, heartless prayer, ghafl salah. To read Quran in a heartless manner, ghafl dua. To make dua to Allah just by ruling through the words in a heartless way, ghafl dua. To spend time at work where you totally forgot Allah Ta'ala, Allah And actually Allah Ta'ala wants that we have to fight these two things. We have to abandon these two things. We have to remove these two things entirely from our life. Sin and heartlessness. Sin and ghaflat. And some people, they try to present an excuse that, no, you don't understand. I'm very busy in dunya. I'm very busy earning, working. Sometimes they may present their financial need that you don't understand I'm in a tough time and zikr is a luxury for people who are doing okay and me, I have to work a long shift I have so many things to do I don't have help, I have to take care of children I have to do the housework myself I have to work two jobs zikr is a luxury, it's not for people like me Why? Because I'm busy in the dunya I'm so caught up in the world I'm so entangled in the work of the world That's how I answer this in Quran in one particular verse made it clear that no matter how entangled in the world you are you should still remember Allah Ta'ala that no matter how busy you might be in the world earning the world, acquiring the world even seeking out just a survival bare minimum subsistence level in the world just struggling, just making do whatever you're doing in the world still you can make the zikr of Allah Ta'ala there are such people that neither trade or commerce nothing can distract them from the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa nothing can distract them from the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa what does that mean? Allah is answering this objection that if you're going to say that no you don't understand I'm so busy I'm so caught up in dunya I can't remember Allah Allah subhanahu wa said no there are such people that pure worldly activity buying, selling, trade, commerce nothing can distract it from the zikr of Allah SWT. you see Allah SWT used in the verse of God a very striking example he was a person who's a doctor they can say okay look I'm not just doing dunya I'm also healing people they can say teacher professor I'm not just earning money a salary I'm also educating people helping people but a person who is a businessman, pure money-making, tijara and bear. Yes, they can, we can argue that they help the economy and they create jobs, but basically, tijara and bear means a person who is in it for the money, straight up. It's after profit. So here, 
Allah Ta'ala is telling the Quran that even a person who is going all out for dunya, 100% is just out to make money, if their heart has that love for Allah Ta'ala, that misbat ta'luf ma'allah, that connection, that relation with Allah Ta'ala, la tuhihim. That can never distract them from the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. So I'm answer this objection that we have. This foolish misconception that we have that no one is so caught up in the world I can't remember Allah. Allah SWT said, no, those people who are fully caught up in the world, even their being caught up in earning the world does not distract them from the zikr of Allah SWT. And Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, لا يكلف الله نفسن إلا وسعها Allah Ta'ala not burden any one of us beyond our ability. So when Allah Ta'ala told us in Quran, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ ذِكْرٍ كَثِيرًا and every one of us are from the Alladina Amru. It means it is, is, it is in our ability to do the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're able to do it. We're capable of doing so. It's our choice. We can choose to do it, and we can choose not to do it. Then the second thing, sometimes people present, no, I can't do zikr why? because I'm so worried. I'm facing a lot of difficulty. I'm in distress. I'm in tension. Zikr is for those people who are already relaxed, everything's going fine, they're tension-free. They can afford this luxury called zikr. No. Allah Ta'ala addressed the second, object, second misconception people have. In Quran, Allah That you should know, be aware, listen, be informed. Be zikrillahi, only and only in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Means after zikr is itminan. So who is that person who's going to do zikr? Is before zikr they don't have itminan. So it means the people who don't have itminan sukun means who are worried, stressed, in tension. They also will make the zikr of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So neither dunya nor worries, neither dunya dali nor parishani, nothing, no worldly activity, no worry, nothing can excuse us from the zikr of Allah Taala. In fact, in these two verses, Allah Taala made it clear. That zikr is for a person no matter how worldly, how much they may be tangled in the world, and no matter how many worries they have. Zikr is indeed that cure all that our Mashaikh said is. Hence Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, Ulkrullah Zikrin Kathira, remember Allah a lot. Why? Because you're in dunya a lot, remember Allah a lot. Why? Because you have a lot of worries, remember Allah Ta'ala a lot. Why? Because Allah Ta'ala wants you to have a lot of itmanan, therefore have make a lot of zikr. We have to make the zikr of Allah subhanahu We have to make it more and more and more. It's our own effort. There's no shaykh who can make our own effort for us. The shaykh can make their effort on us. But that's part of our tazkiyah. Part of our tazkiyah must necessarily be our effort on us. That part of tazkiyah, there's nobody else who can do it except for us. There's no one who can do our work for us. It's true in every aspect of being. You can have a brilliant Dalgurum academic institution and higher Islamic learning. You can have brilliant teachers, faculty, library resources, classmates, everything. But there's a certain aspect to a person's studies, which is a student's own effort. Nothing can replace a student's own effort. Nothing can be a substitute for that. There's no way we can say, okay, the student makes zero effort because the library is wonderful, they'll still learn. Because the teacher is amazing, they'll still learn. No. All of those things are there in place, but the student has to put their own share into their learning. Just like that, 
Catholic seeker on this path of the pleasure of Allah SWT has to put their own share in their tazkiyah, which is their own zikr, their own dua, their own talam, their own yearning for Allah SWT. And if they don't put their own share, if they don't make their own share of the effort, then they will be met. Then they will be deprived, they'll miss out. They will miss out. And this is a problem with a lot of us, that we're not putting our own effort into the zikr. And Alhamdulillah, our Mashaik in particular, our Mashaik in Nakshiban, our Jaman, they put a lot of emphasis on zikr al Why? Because both of the major, two major mistakes that we mentioned are from the heart. When we sin it from the heart, Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, Asimun Kalbuhu, that Asimun is a sinner. Their heart is what's sinning. And Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, وَلَا تَتَيْمَنْ أَغْفَلْنَا قَلْبُهُ أَغْفَلْنَا قَلْبُهُ أَلْذِكْرِنَا And we made a person's heart ghafil, empty, heartless from our dhikr. So means the ghaflat is also in the kalb, and sin is also in the kalb. So then our Messiah said, okay, if the two major problems, sin and heedlessness, heartlessness, are problems that afflict our heart, spiritual heart, our kalb, so why not take a method of dhikr, that administers the cure directly to the kalb, that's called zikr kalbi. Now, if a person is doing zikr kalbi, then inshallah they won't be able to sin and they won't be able to do, it won't be in a state of forgetfulness in Allah SWT. So it's our choice whether we make zikr of Allah SWT or not. And it's very important that we make zikr kalbi because actually the kalb is a whole language. You know, today there are people who, when they learn a language, they get excited and they learn a few hundred words and they feel they can understand something and they keep studying and they understand more and they know that the language wasn't an end in of itself, it was a means of understanding and the more they knew the language, the more they understand and the more they learn the language, the more they understand just like that, actually the Qalb is the language of all of being everything is about the Qalb so the more the Qalb we do, the more we will understand prayer the more we understand the the Qur'an, the more we'll benefit from these things. This is what our Mashaikh, like Imam al-Abani, Sheikh Ahmed Sahimin Abdallah, and later Sheikh Shawalullah, Muhammad Sahimin Abdallah, they used to use a term called a reality. Who will understand the reality of Qur'an? A person who recites Qur'an with their heart, heartfelt recitation. Who will understand what's the reality of Salah? What's the incredible power Transformative and healing power Allah has put in Salah, in the Salat al Tanha and in Fasha'il al Munkar, that is going to be the person who prays Salah with their heart. So when we make the Zikr Kalbi, we start learning the language of Deen. Language of Deen is in Arabic, that's the language of our tongue. The language of Deen is the heart, that everything has to be heartfelt. Heartfelt recitation, heartfelt prayer, heartfelt supplication, heartfelt khidmat, heartfelt suhbat. Heartfelt Ramadan, heartfelt fasting, heartfelt itikaf, heartfelt umrah. The whole language of deen is based on the heart. And when a person makes the kalbi, and you can imagine like this, that by making the kalb do the zikr of Allah's name, then the kalb starts learning the language of deen. The kalb gets the feelings of taqwa. It's not equipped. It's trained. Not like if a person may know English language today, then they have, it's a tool. It opens up for them so many areas of learning because the vast majority of areas of learning today, the textbooks are in English, the journals are in English, the academic literature is in English, 
but for a person known English to have a key to that window of learning. But many times we thought it was the Arabic language. No doubt the Arabic language is the key to the meanings of being, but it's the language of the heart that is the key to the feelings of being. And the language of the heart is the zikr of Allah, Allah, Allah. Wazkur nambaka fi nafsik and make zikr of your rub inside yourself, inside your heart. So we have to learn this language by making effort on our call to make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we can't wait. We can't wait until, okay, no, I can only do these things when I finish some whole course or alam or alam a course or I've done this or I've done that. No. We have to learn the language of the heart and start immediately. Just like a person may learn 50 words even, they're happy to hear that language. They get excited because they go, okay, maybe there's, they're, they're excited and waiting for that one word that they can pick out and they can understand. Just like that, the person who does the Kirikalambi, they get the feelings of their heart so they just keep making it dua off, they're waiting for that one round which their heart will feel. They keep reciting round, they're waiting for that one verse that will impact their heart. They keep praying salah, more salah, nafu salah. Why? Because they're waiting for that one rakah or one set of two rakah salah that will impact their heart. So now their heart is awakened. Their heart is enlivened. Their heart is searching and seeking for the feelings that Allah has put for the heart. You see, Allah Ta'ala has put the delights of the heart in the zikr and ibadat of deen, in the feelings of deen. And when a person makes this zikr, then they start feeling these delights. That's why Mama Nabanata explained a beautiful thing, that some people do zikr for lazat, and they think that, okay, what, some pleasure. Pleasure might be they may feel some harakat, tahalluk, some vibration, some tingling. They may feel hararat, some warmth. They may get some kefiyat, to get some spiritual state of ecstasy. So yes, all of these things may have some lanzat, some pleasure to them. But he says the most pleasurable thing about making zikr is following sharia and being mutabak to the sharia. That obedience to Allah Ta'ala, that compliance to Allah Ta'ala has the greatest sweetness to it. That taqwa has the greatest sweetness to it. Staying away from sin and being empty of yourself, that has the greatest sweetness to it. Just like Sayyidina Sallallahu he told in Hadith that if you fail to lower your gaze, then you lose the halawat of Iman. What does it mean? The non-compliance means you lose the ultimate sweetness. And if a person complies with Allah's commandments and rules, then they get that ultimate sweetness. The true lazat, which is the lazat of shariat, which is the sweet pleasure and sweetness of actually following Allah's wishes and commands and actually earning Allah's pleasure. This is what we feel in Ramadan. I said, people say, I, I know I was fasting and I should have been hungry and thirsty, but I felt a strange sweetness to the fast. I enjoyed fasting. They say that this sweet, Ramadan is a sweet month. Also a month of mercy, but it's also a month of sweetness. Why? Because it's a month in which we have taqwa la'allakum tattakoon. But I'm saying that why don't you taste how sweet it is to listen to me? You fast and see what sweetness you get. And then when you realize that alakum tattakun, hopefully, hopefully that you will get this taqwa. Hopefully you will start yearning for and striving for taqwa all year round because you will want the sweetness that comes with compliance, the sweetness that comes with obedience, the sweetness that comes with itaat and ibadat, that is the greatest love of the zikr. So that type 
that zikr is not being done then for Mazat, that's being done for his hazat. His hazat of our imam, so it preserves our imam, it preserves our deed, it preserves our haya, protects us from sin. So a mistake a lot of us make is to think zikr is luxury, you do it for lazat, do it for ecstasy or for feelings. No, no, no. We should view zikr as my hifazat, zikr as my zarurat, zikr as my need and necessity, zikr is for the very preservation of my imam, for the preservation of whatever little I have, I have to make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I have to make the zikr of Allah lots and frequently. Ukrullah zikrim kathira, that remember Allah ta'ala lots and frequently. Lots and frequently. Allah to really make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa That's the real sweetness. Real sweetness. So we want to get the sweetness of Sharia. And we get that through Zikr. Why? Because Zikr protects us from sin and Zikr protects us from Ghafat. When a person doesn't have sin and doesn't have Ghafat, they end up on Sharia. And this is the state which Allah Ta'ala wanted to lift humanity to. This is how the human beings are better than angels. The angels also have no sin and no ghaflat. Always doing zikr ibadat itaat of Allah subhanahu wa Difference is, is that a human being who becomes a wali of Allah subhanahu wa who erases their sin and erases their ghaflat, so they become, okay, in order to become better than an angel, the first step is we have to be at least equivalent to an angel. So angels have no sin and no ghaflat. So if a human being does that, make so much effort on their deed, following so much sunnah, having so much taqwa, making so much zikr, that their entire life becomes mutabik to sharia, so they leave sin entirely. And their heart is always remembering Allah Ta'ala, so they let ghaflat entirely, like Allah Ta'ala commanded, وَلَاتِكُمْ مِنَ الْغَافِلِينَ Now they're better than the angel. Why? Because outwardly they're equivalent, but now the angel and this human both have zero sin and zero ghaflat. But there's a difference. The angel has had zero sin while being incapable of sin. They have zero ghaflat, but yet they're incapable of it. However, the human being, him or her becoming zero percent sin is amazing. Why? Because they're capable of sinning. In fact, they're capable of outright sinning. In fact, they're capable of 100% sin, 100% kufr. They're capable of that, but notwithstanding that capability, Still, they chose to take a path of 100% obedience and compliance to Sharia. So that's amazing. That's what they rely on is even greater than the angels. Similarly, they have the ability to forget Allah Ta'ala. They're capable of being awesome, of forgetting Allah Ta'ala entirely, or forgetting Allah Ta'ala partially. But no, their heart was so full of love for Allah Ta'ala, and they made so much zikr of Allah Ta'ala, that notwithstanding the capability that they're capable of being awesome, still there's not good. That's better than an angel Because angels not even capable of being often So actually this is the way Through zikr And the effect that zikr has on the person That they leave sin They leave ghaflat This is the, it's through the method of zikr That Allah Ta'ala wanted to lift humanity To a level A daraja That is even higher than the malaika Higher than the angels So we have to make zikr kalmi And make a lot of zikr in our heart A lot of zikr in our time and we should view it as a necessity and not a luxury and I need the zikr to stay away from sin to stay away from ghaflat you see our Hazrat our Sheikh is very often used example when a person goes to Mashaikh and they take zikr from them 
still trying to get a prescription in their hand. Now, can you imagine any person who is physically sick, a marid, a patient, and he goes to the doctor and he gets a prescription, and even goes to the medical store or the pharmacy and actually fills the prescription and gets the medicine. And I have another problem that I'm so lazy that I can't put the medicine in my mouth. So they go back to the doctor and say, okay, no, Alhamdulillah, you cured me of this illness and you gave me the prescription for the medicine to cure me of every illness that I have. But I have now another illness, which is what? But I'm so lazy I can't even put the medicine in my mouth. So what would the doctor say? The doctor will say, okay, the only cure for this is I will stick you in the psychiatric ward. If you're saying that you have the pill in your hand and you can't even be bothered to put it in your mouth, you're so lazy you can't even do that, your doctors have no cure for you. There's no cure for this. You're incurable. So you become incurable. This is a problem with a lot of us when it comes to our deen. We have the prescription, whether broadly speaking, we have the prescription of Quran, Sunnah, and Sharia, or we get the prescription from our ulama, or we get a personalized filled prescription from our mashayikh, and we got it filled, and we know these mamulat, we know these akadaskar, they're in right there in our hand, but we can't begin, we can't bring ourselves to put them in our ruh, we can't bring ourselves to do amal on it. Hmm? So that level of laziness, you just have to whip yourself in shape. And until and unless we fight this laziness and fight this sin and fight this khaflab, we won't be able to become close to Allah Fantana. And especially those of us who have been on deen for longer, like we mentioned last week, have already done the major things, left major sins, and are following major ibadat, then for them the only way to progress is more and more zikr. More and more zikr of Allah Fantana. So they get deeper and deeper and deeper into deen, deeper into the feelings of deen, the realities of deen, deeper into our own identity of deen, so this is the whole purpose of this coming month of Ramadan, that a person goes so deep into their deen that they never come out, that they get the feelings of deen, they get the feelings of zikr in their heart. So we need to start preparing for that very same thing now by making the zikr as God that our Mashaikh have taught us, by turning to Allah Ta'ala and remembering Allah all the time in our heart, and by fighting ourselves so that we stay away from sin and make sure that we stay away from ghaflat, all the time our heart should be remembering Allah Ta'ala or we should be engaged in something, some activity, some task that is connecting our hearts to Allah Ta'ala that Allah Ta'ala that make us zakirin and mutakeen already in Shaban and make us permanently established amongst the mutakeen and zakirin and salihin and siddiqin in the month of Ramadan wa akhirin da'wana أنا الحمد لله من العالمين من اللهم صلنا سيدنا محمد وعلى آله سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تكفر لنا وتحمد لنكوننا من الخاسرين رب اكفر والحم وأنت خير الرحمين يا الله we want to become pious and private. We want to yearn for you in the night. Yearn for we are alone. We want to leave every leisure, every pleasure, every luxury, every recreation. We want your you to be our leisure. 
your remembrance to be our pleasure, your worship to be our recreation, your indicating, it will make us seekers of you, make us thirsty for you, make us needy for you, make us forgive as you. Let us never fall into laziness, let us never fall into neglect, let us never be negligent in deen, keep us away from every form of ghafat, Ya Rabbi Kareem, and make us amongst us sincere, true, and steadfast, Ya Kareem, and Allah protect us from sin, Ya Allah. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we have spent so many years trying to become close to you, yearning for you, seeking you, Ya Rabbi Kareem, and still the nafs hasn't given up, shaitan hasn't given up, our own desires have taken control, Still we sin against you. You know, we ask that you rescue us from the sin, emancipate us from sin, deliver us from sin, grant us taqwa, ya Rabbi Kareem, grant us zikr, ya Rabbi Kareem, grant us a life of taqwa and zikr, a home of taqwa and zikr, an environment of taqwa and zikr, and ya Rabbi Kareem, grant that you make our hearts from zakirin, grant us the zikr kalbi, ya Allah, teach us the language of the heart, the language of the zikr, the language of ibadah, the language of sunnah, so we too feel the noor in every ibadat that we do. We feel the noor in every sunnah that we follow. Make our hearts manover with this noor.